Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mr. Maxwell podcast. So I am actually sitting in my car today, um, waiting for uh, waiting for the coffee shop to open, and I thought I'd go ahead and record today's episode. So today I want to talk about autism and friendships. Friends have always been a difficult topic for me. I struggle to make friends, to keep friends, and I often feel like the only way for me to make friends is if I act like someone else. And it works. I can easily make friends by keeping to a strict protocol where I suppress my own personality, analyze the patterns of the person I'm talking with, and use that information to develop a personality that is compatible with them. I end up creating a like a social, a virtual social rule book for that person. Things to talk about and things and things to stay away from, things to not talk about when I'm around them. The problem with this method is that it takes so much energy to maintain the friendship, and I end up letting the relationship fade away because I stop having the energy to wear the persona I created to become friends with that person. Another problem is if I end up individually making friends with more than one person and then I'm around both of them, I have to create a almost like a com- a combination of those two personalities so that I can interact with those people. And it takes so much focus and it's so stressful on top of my sensory issues and social anxieties and everything else that I often just choose to be by myself rather than do all that work. After getting my ener- my autism, sorry, after getting my autism diagnosis, I began to wonder if this was a problem that other autistic people deal with. And through my research, I stumbled across an article uh, from this website called Ambitious About Autism, and it's called 10 Reasons People with Autism Struggle with Friendships. Isn't it funny how often writers like to imagine that they have distilled a problem down to a precise number of reasons? I'm sure it's not the intent of the writer, but when I read that, I sometimes take it to literally mean that there are only 10 reasons. But in reality, they're probably just discussing the 10 reasons that they're aware of when it comes to the problems that autistic people have with friendships. Anyway, so today I'm going to go through the first five, and I'll cover the other five in a separate episode. So, reason number one. The first reason autistic people struggle with friendships, according to the article, is we may not know what to say or how to say it. They compare conversation to a minefield, where hidden beyond our sight are things that we should not say or behaviors we should not engage in that will ruin the friendship if we do. This made a lot of sense to me because so often in the past I have said something only to learn that I offended them or they now think I am weird or crazy because of what I did or said. It makes interacting with a potential friend very stressful because I'm always having to remember what topics to avoid, what behaviors to suppress if I want them to like me, or if I want to fit in with the group. And at this point, it's just not worth it. I already have to do this all day at work, so the idea of doing this on my day off or after work for social reasons is just not appealing. Reason number two, we may struggle to understand body language, facial expressions, and gestures. This one I definitely understand. It's a lot of work to decode the nonverbal communication that takes place during a conversation. 
I find that I have to monitor every movement of my face and body to make sure that I'm not doing something offensive or that I am expressing what I need to express. I often don't display the outward emotion that I'm actually feeling, so I have to remember to smile, to make eye contact, to break away from eye contact when it's too much for me, to use voice inflections, to not overly emote if I feel an emotion very strongly, to not squeal or make weird noises, and to ensure that my physical posture is appropriate for the situation. Needless to say, it's exhausting. Reason number three. We may become particularly anxious in certain social situations. And again, I completely identify with this one. One-on-one -on -one interactions are far less stressful than trying to meet with multiple people at once. When there are two or more people in the group and interacting together, I can often find this to be very confusing. I often don't know when to jump into the conversation or how. Or, if I do just jump into the conversation, I'm sometimes told later that I was talking too much or dominating the conversation. So the, the how to gracefully flow with the conversation without not taking part at all or taking part too much, it, it, it takes a lot of focus and it's very difficult to figure out. On the other hand, if the group I'm with is quite large, I find that it's easier to engage with only one or two people at a time because there are so many people that there isn't a primary group conversation. Reason number four. Rigidity in the way autistic people may think can make it difficult for us to compromise or cope with changes in routine. Because having routines is an important way to reduce stress, it can be frustrating when plans change or when there are too many people involved in making plans for a social engagement. It's also annoying when people show up late. Personally, if I'm going to meet someone somewhere, I tend to arrive early if I can, so I can establish a baseline for where I am, get a sense of the smells, the audio and visual stimuli, the place that I'm in, and then I can kind of adjust to that, and then I can focus on the person I'm there to interact with. If I can find a seat I like, I get settled in, maybe write for a little bit, so that I can be ready for my social interaction. Sometimes I'll arrive as much as two hours early just so I can get a seat that is comfortable for me to be in, in a location where I want to be in within that restaurant or coffee shop. And finally for today, number five, we may not feel confident in our own abilities. Feeling self-conscious, timid, and anxious can make it harder for autistic people to establish friendships. If negative self-talk overrides, people will begin to believe that they're not as good as others or incapable of making friends because they are too much or not enough for others. For me, this self-consciousness came from years of being made fun of or accidentally making other people mad at me and not knowing what I did wrong, which led to the feeling the article referred to earlier about social situations feeling like one is traversing a minefield. You never know when you're going to make a mistake, and this can lead to a lack of social confidence when interacting with others. For me, I have trying to be less I've tried to become less concerned with this because I've realized that I have two choices. I can be with someone, I can be somebody that I'm not until I run out of the energy to mask and pretend to be that person, 
which causes the friendship to fade away, or I can be myself and risk them not wanting to be my friend in the first place. Either way, I take a risk. At least with the second option, I'm not wearing myself out. And the people that do choose to be friends with me, even after learning what a weirdo I am, at least I know that they're being friends with the real me. Something that did annoy me about this article was the focus on young autistic people. As though autistic adults magically stop having these problems once they grow up. It's a common thing that I come across in researching autism. This idea that it's only a problem for children. But it's not just a problem for children. I'm 41 years old and I still struggle with making and keeping friends. I wish it was more adult-focused research and information. I have noticed that there are slowly becoming more books available, and so I am encouraged that hopefully over time, this will become more and more of a thing. Anyway, all right, friends, so that's as far as we're going to go today. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this was interesting. If you are an autistic adult or a young person <laughs> yourself, Maybe this was helpful to you, or if you are friends with, married to, or know somebody who is autistic, maybe this information can help you to understand them a little bit better. All right, friends, it's time for your next adventure. I'll miss you. Cheers.